Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Become even worse. If he played. Hello, Wait, everyone. Don't worry about broadcasting. It's I. It's V. And I'm with the... themselves. It is uh, Zayed, uh, Nazir, uh, and Farouk. And uh, we are here today <laughs> to tell you about cryptocurrency and uh, how you may uh, support the cause of, uh, of, of uh, all the operations and terror cells around the world. Uh, we are here to also tell you that uh, it is a good time for you to invest uh, in the various camel cryptos, uh, bomb cryptos, different types of cryptos that uh, uh, the fund the, the jihad all over the world. Uh, that being said, uh, Zayed and and uh, and uh, Nazir, welcome, uh, uh, oh, crypto camel. What, what's going on? Like he said, crypto camel, dude. <laughs> I cannot believe I cannot believe my name is Zayed. Oh, how did my nickname get worse? No, wait, wait, wait. Worse. Don't laugh or joke. I guy. tried there's, to say there's some serious individuals here. Yeah, there are. You know, there's a there's a word for grum. Grum is what operator is. There's no there's no serious individuals. The first the first comment well, that was written in our YouTube live was Steam is greater than Bitcoin. So I I don't know what's going on. <laughs> what? What's greater? Steam is better than Bitcoin. Oh, nothing well, is better than Litecoin. That's, that's Litecoin going at seven thousand dollars. Oh my god! Dude, I actually I actually watched his latest video yesterday, man. It, oh. It's it's. Uh, uh, Jay Snip, dude, he's got he his comments are under fire right now, dude. Poor guy. That's uh, guy's going down flames. Well, no, he should have known. He should have known that that was going to happen to him because his well, uh, remote viewers can tell him still, ahead of time. He's still de- he's still defending it. He's he just he just pretty much stated that apparently, I guess Michelle White Dove stated that she um she did not feel uh May and April. May and April were not good months. She said. And Why, that, um, her anus was in retrograde? I mean, uh, uh, Uranus? I, 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 I have no idea, but but anyway, she just stated that um, that Uranus month, is aligned with Jupiter. Uh, <laughs> Jupiter. <laughs> sorry, Z, dude, we're we're rolling over. So what Robert Grub say? What what uh, what is he has almost almost important things to say, and we're still talking. Oh, about Jesus. Um, no, he just just pretty much stated that, uh, um, yeah, it's just it's not it, it's gonna be better apparently this month, but I oh, think it's still, uh, so she was wrong about the first two months. It's gonna be better this month. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's, uh, here's the thing loves. about it, guys. Like, if we spend too much time talking about these guys, then we're not yeah, really yeah. talking about the market, dude. You know, let's do we, it. Let's get into it. Yeah, let's we, talk about the market. Go ahead. Do, we have I forgot like, to do the intro music. I'll do it in the end. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, there you go. That's the outro music. When Jupiter is aligned with your NS, you know these things. Exactly. So, all right, um, what's going on, guys? I mean, a lot of things going on in the market. Bitcoin. Last time I checked, is uh, sixty-seven hundred. It was a little pop, a little pop in the action. We, uh, where do you guys see this thing going? Uh, well, I think Z and I are are on the same opinion. Uh, Z, what do you think, man? Um, so there was a there was a dip, obviously. So so that big dip that happened yesterday was based on Bitthumb uh, being hacked again. Um, oh. so and, and for the again, average listener, Z that that never heard of Bitthumb, what is Bitthumb? It's an exchange. It is a very very large exchange. Um, 
like one of the largest exchanges. It, it might even be the largest exchange um, out there. And it got hacked. Uh, I think yesterday or two days ago, it got hacked. Um, and they lost uh, $30 million worth of Bitcoin. That's such the magic number. Isn't that the number that uh, when Tether got uh, hacked, they lost $30 million? I have no idea. But uh, but yeah, so so they just got hacked. And it, I guess it spooked people. Um, people immediately thought that it was going to hit. It was going to echo. And um, people dumped. But uh, at the end of the day, it didn't really do anything. It bounced off of support at 60, what, 6,600. And it's uh, it's relatively trading sideways right now. Um, it's still going upwards towards, uh, you know, an upward channel, just like uh, Cowboy has in his, uh, in his um, uh, chart. And it actually doesn't really look that bad on the one hour. On the one hour, it... It, it looks pretty decent, um, at least from what we've been seeing for Bitcoin. So I'm not too I'm too not too bearish about it. Overall, the overall sentiment on um, like uh, sorry Bitcoin right now is I can actually tell you right now. Give me one second, guys. Let me pull this up for you. I actually know the exact split. Be right now. Um, So the exact split right now is that Bitcoin sentiment is growing actually in a positive way. So that people are actually more bullish about it now, right now. The split between Bitcoin's longs and shorts is 54 to 40, uh, 45%. I know this is that's not exactly 100%, but that's what the percentage is right now when it comes to longs and shorts in margin trading, which is ultimately um, essentially what moves the market back and forth. Because margin trading, you're dealing with a very, very high volumes. Um, so yeah, so right now Bitcoin is currently more bullish before it was actually at one point it was actually 49% going, um, long and 51% going short. So, um, this is an improvement over the last few days. And, you know, this is just some of the data that I get guys, um, that, you know, we try to, we try to look at to determine, uh, sort of what the position we are sitting at in Bitcoin. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, we have. I see this, the sentiment is rising and um, it's not a very large spread. Uh, would you say Z 54 to 40? It's, 50, it's 54 to 45. Um, it's the only reason why I'm really seeing it spring. I, I obviously, I wish this was a lot bigger. I wish it was like 70 to 30, but um, unfortunately, you know, we'll take what we can get. And, uh, and right now 54 to 45 is actually pretty good comparable to what it was the last few actually the last week and a half the last week and a half it's been about 50 50 at one point it was actually lower people were actually getting out of bitcoin um shorting it over longing it so um this is this is decent especially since the dominance of bitcoin is uh is pretty high right now i think the dominance last time i checked was above 40 percent so today's dominance is exactly 40 percent on the money and uh, so, you know, Bitcoin's dominance is rising up and on top of it, the, um, you know, the sentiment is growing. So that is that is decent news. Oh, that's great news, especially um, when you like to play short alt plays. And mm -hmm. so um, basically one of the things that we have is I'm looking at a couple of different coins to get into. And those of us who are in the room know what those two are. I've been tracking them for a couple of days um, now to a little bit of history. Uh, well, let's talk about what recently happened. Z pointed out we had the BitFem hack right here, and this was a dump. This was an upside-down uh, BART head, a.k.a. momentum ignition algorithm. And then it actually popped back up this morning, possibly based on the Tether audit. I know a lot of people like to use Tether. Um, 
And so, you know, for those of us who don't know what Tether is, Tether kind of acts like the dollar. So if you're on a lot of different exchanges, um, uh, I know Binance is one of them. And basically, I think Bitfinex has is the primary one that uses uh, Tether. The point is that if you want to get out of like Bitcoin into something that acts like the dollar without having to go through a liquidation, then people use Tether so that they can sort of, you know, play in the market in and out really fast. And it's popular. Um, there has been FUD around it. There was a, an accountant who, you know, may have, let's just say he's being investigated. Uh, they're one of their lead accountants in the past. And then there was a hack where supposedly 30 million or something like that was taken. And the thing to do is do your own research on stuff like that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm saying these things from memory right now, uh, but I know Tether is, it's a big piece of the community and it was audited and it was, and it went really well. So that might've been the pop-up this morning. It could have simply been the momentum ignition algorithm. Um, and what it tends to do is that algorithm will retrace towards the mean. So overall in these sort of, channels like we have here um you know you're going to notice that it's going to want to go back towards the middle and then uh you know it's going to establish a sort of a, a momentum it might be a slight momentum up it might be a slight momentum down and it's going to travel along that that's why you get these weird channels that are all angular like this uh like a sheet of music basically that's sort of tilted sideways um so what are we looking at happening um one of the things that we want to notice is Right here at the top of there, you have a shooting star candle. Uh, you have another one right there just before this big dump. And then you have one right here. This is on the one hour. You have a shooting star candle. Almost might be a gravestone doji. That's no, a shooting star candle. Um, it's a shooting star. Yeah, definitely. And so what you have there is a sign of, of bearishness. Now, it doesn't always play out, especially when we're playing with Bitcoin because Bitcoin just doesn't have <laughs> the same adherence to technical rules that other coins do. And I think it's safe to say that's likely for manipulation. But when you have a shooting star at the top of a run, what you're seeing here is that people are getting very excited. They're buying in. And then a lot of bag holders, most likely, or it might just be speculators who are quick on the draw, they sell and they sell back down to that level where it started to take off. So a lot of profit taking happens at the tops of these runs. Um, that is selling pressure. And, uh, you know, it's also happening at a pretty important um, resistance around the 6,800 level. 6,800 has a historic uh, importance with Bitcoin. So, you know, if you back up um, just a little kind of review of what we've done for people who don't know about what we do, don't know about the watches trade room, our room is very entertaining. Um, and so what we do is people watch Crypto Z and I they watch us trade you know a lot of it has to do with uh fundamental information a lot of it has to do with that technical trading and what you might have seen uh a week and a half two weeks ago was there was this dump right around 7600 and we got out at 7300 or so and then it dumped all the way back down here and I, I re-entered Crypto Z and I right about this 6500 number so mm -hmm. a bunch of people I know Z you did the math like uh, what was the, what were the gains on that? Um, so originally the gains because originally the the original call was sorry it was seventy two hundred seventy three hundred. So I made personally I made about six hundred bucks to each um, BTC that I owned um, about six hundred bucks. So That's like ten percent. Yeah, it was it was good because uh, what happened was that um, after I got in and out, I was actually able to to um, to gain over a Bitcoin worth just swinging in and out 
of um, USDT and Bitcoin. And then the cool part is we've got, we have since gone up to highs as high as 6,800. So, you know, getting back into 65 all the way up to 68, that's like four or 5% gain on top. So yeah, it's 300, 400 bucks right there, guys. Um, you know, right now Bitcoin is super low. I mean, 6,800, you talk, you're talking about, you're talking about not a lot of, um, not a lot of exchanging needed to be done in order to really stack Bitcoin. Yeah. And that's, it's been a fun week. I mean, yeah, we're, you know, we do try to play some alt games in this area, but it tends to be with like stop losses. Uh, we've had major gains on a couple and we'll talk about those shortly. Um, but what we want to look at, I just want to briefly go over is the wider trend. Let's see, I may have to change my time frame here. Give me a second. I'm going to look at the four hour. Now, if we look at the wider trend and delete some of this noise, there are a lot of different predictions all the time. You're going to have people say, oh, it's going to go to 1,000. Then someone else says, it's 25,000. And then you have everything in between. And there are a lot of reasonable technical analysis points of view that make sense for both cases. Right now, we're hearing things like, it's going to go back up to this level. We're having things like it's going to go down to say 4,400. Um, I have seen after Dex mentioned that I have actually looked it up and I have seen like two or three different technical reasons why it can go that low um, and, and have it make sense. Now, the great news is that we're able to make money all the way down. You had a lot of different people out there who don't understand the idea of say like a stop loss to protect your accounts. So like, for example, we got out around the 72, 7,300 level got back in down here at 65 and now we're playing games all in here we have massive gains and whenever you see a big drop you're looking at this watch this all right so we hit 10,000 which by the way uh, i called would be the top of this most recent run and i called that weeks ahead of time and you know you guys can go back over the shows to verify that um and we had you know v and i have actually some contacts in the banking industry who um, also felt that at that time 10,000 and in the future 10,000 may be an important number so you know we're, we're informed <laughs> so, yeah so basically you got these little these bear flags right so it'll it'll come down and then it's going to hit a support of some kind people will fight to keep the price up it'll come down bounce off a of support come down, bounce off a of support. It looks like, a, you know, water flowing down a, a river, right? So that's how these big falls look. And we're, we're in a big fall. So if we're going to continue that, and if a lot of our TA makes sense, historically, 5,800 is an important number. It's a, it is an important number with Bitcoin, and I think that would be our next stop. And when you look at these these flags, you're going to look at a large amount of volume and then that volume is going to trail off into a large amount of volume and that's going to trail off. So we're looking for the trail off point right now. Um, these items here are kind of in the way, but uh, you know, that's one of the ways that we monitor things. So as the day or two, the next day or two go on, um, I'm going to be in Bitcoin at night with tight stop losses. Like during the daytime, I'll play the alts. And if I'm feeling gutsy, then you know, I might even stay in alts, but usually I'll just sell out of the alts if I get a gain. Um, so I'm, I'm risking small bags right now. The big money is going to be made when I short, meaning I sell 
when I see the fall happening and I sell it, that's where the big money gets made because I'll just get back in lower and then we'll play the all game again. And we'll do that all the way down to, to freaking a hundred bucks per Bitcoin. <laughs> and the rest, yep. we're going to be able to buy like, like thousands of Bitcoin. That's yeah, how, we're going to have a lot of Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's that. Um, Z, do you have a coin that you want us to look at or any of the guys? Yes, I, I have a coin. A Litecoin, please. Li- we want to see the Litecoin. Okay. Because I predict it's going to be a massive, massive, massive coin to have. Uh, yes. It will, it will be very amazing. Okay, so Litecoin. What does that look a lot like, guys? Wait, 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 wait. One second. G2, why are you saying that Litecoin... Uh, why are you saying that uh, stop losses don't protect your your accounts and flash drops. They absolutely do protect your account and flash drops. Wow. Who said that? <laughs> that's like, that's the whole idea. That, that's, that, that, that's literally the entire idea of a stop loss, guys, is that it protects your, it protects your account from flash It sounds like somebody doesn't trade. I think what, what G2 might not be explaining it properly. So what G2 might be talking about are like, uh, flash crashes where it pops right back up. And those are usually stop hunting. And that happens. And it happens with like Bitcoin and things. Um, you know, the thing about it is that no, I overnight. Think, I, think, I don't think he's, I, I think he actually thinks, I, I, what What a lot of people don't realize, guys, is that if you set stop losses and you and you have to tr- you have to trail your stop versus your limit, guys, when you're setting these things. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, when you set these things too close, yes, do they, do they flood through? They do flood through. But if you don't, if, I mean, that's setting up uh, a stop loss properly, and you know we we talk about that in our in our room. Like yeah, they're actually two different uh, two different things. Z mentioned one of them, and then there's another way to actually set up your stop loss. Z said basically, and this is extremely important. And what G two talked about happened to me. I had a, a large order, and the market like went right by it. I, I sold maybe twenty five percent of what I wanted to sell. Um, what Z is talking about is your limit price, which is the price at which you are going to sell. Meaning that like, hey, I'll sell this for that much. Um, your price point is the limit. That's got to be below the actual stop. The stop is the trigger. So the price hits the stop. The limit comes up lower because people want to buy things lower. If you put it at the same price, you flash right through. And then there's other methods too. Beyond that, we talk about that over at www.thecryptoschool.io. That's www.thecryptoschool.io. Link is in the description. We have the method to the madness. And you just got to get entertained. It's a lot of fun. All right. So uh, Litecoin looks like Bitcoin because Litecoin pretty much always looks like Bitcoin these days. Um, You know, and as Z likes to remind us right now in the world of fundamentals, Litecoin is at a loss. It's essentially like Bitcoin. Um, The Lightning Network has a lot of money behind it. And even though it's still in its infancy, the confidence is high that we're going to see Litecoin doing microtransactions and essentially leaving, uh, we're going to see Bitcoin doing microtransactions and it's going to leave Litecoin essentially useless. You can use Litecoin. I believe that's going to be accommodated on the Lightning Network with many, many other cryptos. Um, you know, there's going to be atomic swaps and supposedly there's going to be a few, a few things, but Litecoin, I'm just, I don't see any new fundamentals. I don't see any reason to have it. Well, so with Litecoin, guys, we have to take a look at, remember, because Litecoin is the way it is and it's available on Coinbase, we have to take a look at both the USD and the BTC value. The USD value right now is sub $100. We talked about this for a long time. I told everybody, I was like, look, you know, I don't see, I don't see any reason 
why Litecoin will not drop below hundred dollars. And um, and you know, scary enough, it did drop below hundred dollars. But what is most concerning about Litecoin, guys? And this is where fundamentals. This is where uh, good coins show. And this is where it shows that the overall sentiment about Litecoin is dropping is the Satoshi value. So it's value against Bitcoin. Remember how I told you before that uh, Litecoin is riding on Big Brother Bitcoin's shoulders. Essentially, whenever Bitcoin rises up, Litecoin rises up in USD value. Oh. And <laughs> as well. Litecoin's Satoshi value right now is absolutely garbage. And I've been saying this for a very, very long time. If you actually watch the previous videos, I've been calling Litecoin Satoshi value at 18.5, 17.5, 16.5, 15.5. I think last oh, the last God. episode was 15.7. And now, as of today, Litecoin's value is now 144. It is now 14.4. That means that its value against Bitcoin is dropping, and it's did only a matter that? of – Z, did you see the graph when I switched over from USD to BTC? Did you see that slant? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it looks – it's terrible. Litecoin is at Blood a free – Litecoin is at a free fall right now, guys. It's just – Just keep holding it. Don't, don't, don't give up, guys. Just keep holding all the way down to 20. I mean, it, it honestly yeah. is just at a free fall, guys. And you have to look at the fact that you cannot just look at the USD value because what we're doing, if you're trading to cryptocurrencies, you're in a sense, whether you believe in cryptocurrencies or not, uh, you're you're in a sense believing that Bitcoin is essentially the new dollar, that Bitcoin is the one currency that we're using to transact between all of these cryptocurrencies. And that is the uniform currency for the world in of cryptocurrencies as a whole. So that means that if you have something that is valued less and less and less against that, um, against that, you know, father currency, then, you know, it's losing its value. It's simple as that, guys. You know, it's just simple as that. Um, and Litecoin has been dropping over and over and over. And I keep telling people, look, guys, you know, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. There's no new news. You know, I've, I'm, I'm plugged in, guys, and people are losing people are losing faith. I mean, I just recently heard of over 20 over 20 crypto funds guys that have pulled out of litecoin that have pulled out of litecoin and are putting their money into better coins like eos better coins even xrp even as as much as i don't like ripple they're putting their money into ripple and it's showing it's showing based on ripple satoshi value ripple satoshi value has barely dropped it's actually at seven thousand nine eight thousand um satoshis it's barely dropped in this whole bloodbath i mean it's usd value dropped because bitcoin dropped but the Satoshi value is what matters, guys, and I cannot harbor this enough. Could you say if if Litecoin were a sovereign? Let, let's take that that comparison. If Litecoin versus Bitcoin were a sovereign currency versus the dollar, you'd be seeing a sovereign currency in crisis, right? Correct. <laughs> it oh, would yeah. be, we'd be talking about it on the news every night, and people would be lining You're basically up, talking about Argentina country right yeah. now. Exactly. That's you're it. looking at the Argentinian peso. That's that's what you're that's what you're looking at right now. Yeah. Well, yeah. Check yeah. this out. I mean, this is the uh, the Litecoin USD value. Oh, okay, so it's going up, and then it's going. It looks a lot like Bitcoin. Yeah. It looks a lot a like lot Bitcoin. Exactly. Yeah, like suspiciously like Bitcoin. So suffice it to say that look at this. Oh, Dookie. See, like everybody looks at <laughs> everybody looks at the USD value and they're like, oh my God, you know, Litecoin's not doing that bad. It really isn't doing that bad. But you don't understand that actually it's doing freaking terrible. It's doing horrible. 
Litecoin is doing worse and worse and worse. And it's going to be a time where when Bitcoin rises up, Litecoin's now rising up less and less and less and less every single day. And that is the issue that I'm trying to harbor into everybody, uh, like hammer into everybody since, you know, day one, guys. I've, you know, as much as, you know, we're cool with Bix, as much as we're cool with these guys, guys, I don't like Litecoin. Um, from a younger, you know, you know, active trader that has been in the field and, you know, has been like, you know, plugged into the whole game. None of the younger guys, none of the active traders like Litecoin. It's just that simple, guys. We don't like Litecoin. And for well, good no, reason. no, actually, uh, uh, V loves Litecoin, and he also uses MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, but you know, um, right now with cryptocurrencies, uh, you know, a lot of it comes from younger traders who are active, who are you know volatile, which is why um, cryptocurrencies have such a volatility behind them. And if you cannot keep up with the momentum, cannot keep up with the speed, you're gonna fall out. And Litecoin is a prime example of an older coin. That is bleeding out. There's a bunch of other ones out there that are bleeding out, just like Sia Coin. You know, Sia Coin, another one. Everybody keeps talking about how Sia Coin is gonna go up one of these days. Sia Coin Satoshi value is now 188. When I got into Sia Coin back in in June, when I like, uh, yeah, last year of June when I entered Sia Coin, its Satoshi value was about 500, 400 Satoshis, and now it's at 188, guys. It's just mm. dying. Wow. It's just dying. Cool. Yeah, this is uh, this is obsolescence in action, um, and one thing to look at as a chartist, this is really fun to look at. This is a uniform bleed out. Okay, so these actual ratios right here, see how even these are. This has been going on since well, like last month, and I bet you, if I were to actually zoom out and go to the prior bleed outs, we're going to see a lot more uniformity. And what that uniformity signifies is the fact that this is a systemic long-term issue. This isn't some new stuff. Litecoin didn't have bad news. This is a long trend of, you know, we're screwed. Um, let me let me back up and see if we can identify a, a congruency. I mean, just look at the slant of everything. All the slant is downwards. You look at Bitcoin, you look at Litecoin USD, all the tops of the bar heads, all the tops of these algo hits are essentially flat. Some of them even upward facing, uh, leaning, I mean. But look at that. See the tops of these two? Essentially flat. Tops of these two? Down. This is like a slow, steady bleed out of Litecoin. You don't like trends like this. This is the EMA in terms of Bitcoin being slanted down like over numerous, numerous periods. So this is not what an investor wants to see. Um, so that's it. I, mean, that's I, I hope, guys, you know, it's not like I, I'm sitting right here hating on Charlie Lee himself. You know, I actually, I used to like Litecoin, but at, until they release some new fundamental, um, you know, changes of the coin itself, then I will, you know, change my stance on Litecoin. But for right now, Litecoin has not released anything. It's sort of, you know, older tech. Its speed is now no longer, you know, the speed that kills everything. It 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 kind of defeats its purpose now, guys. So and um, you have to think, you know, the sort of the the narrative is, hey, when the world needs really needs crypto, they're gonna need Litecoin because it's so fast and it's so accessible and blah 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 blah. Well, that's just that's just not where anybody. It doesn't make sense that the world would turn to Litecoin as something that is increasingly obsolete.
Yeah, it's uh, it's bec- I mean, Litecoin's speed originally was its its greatest, you know, its its greatness behind it. Now there's a lot of coins out there that are boasting very very fast speeds, and and that's the issue with Litecoin. You know, even Ethereum, that could technically become a payment platform later. Um, you know, Vitalik announced that he's going to try to ramp it up to a million transactions a second. What happens then? What happens then with Litecoin? It, you know, it loses uh, its, it completely loses its value. So everything retraces to its actual market, real world value every so often. And Litecoin, unfortunately, lost the support for what its real world value or perceived value was. And so it's going to retrace all the way down to whatever it's worth. What is it worth right now? What's it good for? Um, The only thing that I think has any value to it is the network effect created by the last few, you know, year or two of, you know, basically shill. You know, and at the time, Litecoin did have the technical advantage, but unfortunately, the industry has innovated around mm-hmm. Litecoin. So that's it. That's and, all. You know, and it's not. It's not a. It's not a personal thing. It's this is what you call sentiment analysis. The sentiment yep. has changed. People's perception of it has changed. Technology has changed. Technology, uh, guys. I mean, let me ask you guys one one question. One sort of devil's advocate question. Um, you know, purple. if we do the see answer is purple, Frank. <laughs> if we do see another. Uh, crypto boom and people are getting excited um the fact that litecoin is available on coinbase could that give it a significant bump uh i mean i'm sure it it could in the short term at least but you know any thoughts on that agreed yeah it would be a great ride the question is is that is litecoin gonna go any faster than bitcoin and according to the last few months of data that i just looked at the answer would be no if things remain how they are or get even though worse. it's on a massive sale and and then, blah, blah, blah. And then now what happens yeah. with bitcoin cash how is bitcoin cash going to plug into this right mm-hmm. um so so now there's all these big contenders guys and uh everybody wants to be you know big you know bitcoins you know faster transaction speed and like use for everyday use you know which one is it going to be and litecoin now is no longer the only one and um aaron actually made a very good ha- a very good point right there uh casper versus um, versus essentially EOS and, um, and yeah, guys, proof of stake, you know, um, how is Litecoin going to reward its, its people for, for using the lightning, uh, sorry, using Litecoin, you know, there's a lot of things that, that doesn't really give Litecoin the edge when you have all these other coins that are, that are not only able to transact really quickly, but also give a, um, but also give a, a reward to its users. Yep. So, you know, that's Litecoin. Um, we'll maybe move on to uh, to BNB. So BNB, we, we've talked about for a couple of weeks in a row. We've had some nice uh, some nice gains. I think CryptoZ called it around 14,000 Satoshi or something like that. Is that correct, Z? Uh, I'm sorry. What were you saying? Um uh, BNB, didn't you call it? You called BNB at like 14,000. Uh, yeah, so I called I called BNB at 14k Satoshi's. Actually, it, it was one of our videos here live, guys. I told everybody, hey, look, you know, the rumor is, is that there's going to be a token burn once again on the 15th of June. Um, I don't think the token burn was ever actually done, but that was the catalyst to cause it to cause BNB to rise up because every single token burn, if you actually look at the past data guys um causes it to run up this is you know one form of fundamental analysis right here that you're learning um so that was the catalyst and it was also the fact that bnb has proven itself as a very very strong coin its fundamentals are so good 
um, you know, it, it's, it's a kind of a no brainer to buy BNB and BNB is based on volatility. So whether the market is up or whether the market is down, whether you're buying or whether you're selling, people are going to use BNB to save money on fees. You, and you, you know, as a trader, as a day trader, like myself, as well as cowboy, we end up using a lot of money towards fees, like a lot. Like I think, you know, sometimes if I'm very actively trading, I'm burning through hundreds of dollars that day of just fees. Um, oh, dude, I try not to think about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, it's literally seriously. It's, it's I, I never, I never think about it, <laughs> dude. It, it, honestly, it's a hunt. Like I've calculated one time, I traded, I traded like uh, I think it was a day of verge. I traded like sixteen hours straight, and I ended up spending like close to like seven hundred and like twenty dollars worth of fees. Like it was something abs absurd. Like God. Like just, just on and on, just on and on, just on and on, right? And and by I was able to save a little bit of money because I'll use BNB. Uh, it would have been over a thousand dollars worth of trading just because I was flipping so much. Um, so yeah. So anyways, so BNB has that has that catalyst. So we called it at fourteen. Then from there, guys, as the sentiment start kicking in, as the fundamentals start kicking in, um, Cowboy realized technically that it was it was like in, in position for a nice rise up. So he called it again officially at sixteen k satoshis in our room, and then that rose up all the way to twenty six, twenty six five man what a run guys we got like 60 percent on that yeah 60 percent a completely nice. fair market guys everybody was out there losing their heads losing their money like crazy guys we, we yeah. had 60 percent even in a complete bear market guys i mean you know, that's yeah. who's doing <laughs> yeah who's doing that and we're doing that what can i say you know and let's I mean, talk about it i mean you know people are kind of freaking out not doing any of that it is i michael rubber gloves <laughs> I don't even. I don't even. I didn't even get. I don't get the reference. What, who are we talking about now? Michael Rubber Gloves. I am related to a famous psychic. I am the brother from England, <laughs> Michael Rubber Gloves. Oh my goodness! Oh no! <laughs> but guys, I don't, I don't. Uh, uh, hey guys, guys, real fast, guys, 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 real fast, real fast, real fast. Um, <laughs> Proctology. Guys, guys, guys. Uh, Crypto hey, Kevin. Get to my reading. Wait, 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 hold on. Z, Z's, Z's got something. Z's got something. Guys, what's got Crypto Kevin? You're talking about Michael. Um, you're talking about market cycles, uh, in regards to cryptocurrencies. So, so I understand market cycles. I really understand market cycles. But you have to also understand that cryptocurrencies are a very, very new market. You cannot determine market cycles based on such an early, such a juvenile market sense. You cannot determine that. You're 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 saying that Litecoin is poised to do a very large move in the future. Is it poised to do a large move in the future because of its own self or because Bitcoin is going to carry it up? That's a big difference right there. And then two, remember that the market is still in its infancy, guys. It is still in its infancy. At the end of the day, there's only let's just say there's 1600 coins right now listed on coin market cap. There's probably a total of like 3000 coins out there, guys. Um, you know, imagine how different this is than the traditional market sense, like trading on the stock market, for example, or trading on other, other, you know, just complete other markets. This is still so new guys. There's only 3000 cryptocurrencies, roughly. It's still very, very new. So you cannot state um, market cycles 
just like that. It, it, it's too early, it's infancy to really understand the whole cycle of how this market works. It, it just, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. You're talking about data that's established over a long period of time. So when you're taking a sample size and you want to confirm that, you have to do several sample sizes over a long period of time to establish a trend. Right. Um, I'd say the only market cycle that you could really look at would be, say, Bitcoin itself. It's been around for... Uh, 10 years or something like that, right. <laughs> I think, uh, 2009 or 11. And so basically, um, you know, you can see, oh, well, if you actually have a logarithmic chart, you can actually see uh, a sort of a non-inflation distorted view. Basically, it's like a, it's a run up with a different lens. Um, that's, I don't know how better to explain that. But uh, when you look at that over a long period of time, you say, okay, well, these actual market cycles are congruent. Like you can see a congruency. Right. So you're looking at a at trend size and there is a very congruent trend with Bitcoin. And we're in the middle of like the third or fourth or fifth big crash, uh, maybe more than that. So that market cycle is there. And right now, the rest of the cryptos, they follow Bitcoin. Just look at them right now. Like Bitcoin jumps, they start jumping. Bitcoin takes a dip, they start dipping. Like so. <laughs> Let me ask you guys, you know, we, we've been in this bear market for what feels like forever. I mean, it's mm -hmm. been a bear market ever since we opened our room, which yeah. has been kind of a selling point for us because you guys are really good with bear markets. I, I can't wait to see the, the magic Just you one do. Day, one day we'll get a we'll Yeah, I can't, I can't imagine what the room's going to be like when you guys are in a, um, in a bull market. But, you know, I, I talk to a lot of people um, who are in our room. A lot of our clients are doing all kinds of stuff with RemainCom and the crypto school and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I see people getting discouraged. They're, they're worried about crypto in general. You know, they got in during the hysteria when everything was going way up. I, you know, I, I've, I've had some sad conversations, uh, um, you know, people who, who uh, invested serious, serious funds when the market was way oh, high, geez, unfortunately. Yeah. And now they're, you know, now they're looking at at uh, some people went into debt for that, and now they're looking at you know major losses, and they're wondering is it ever going to come back, you know? So I know you guys, you guys, and and this is a very good thing. Look at it, uh, you know, for, through the through the lens of you know what's happening with the TA, the SA, and the uh, the FA. But you know, what can you say for that person who's in cryptos? Maybe they made a big investment or you know, a little less, a little less sad. They, they were way up at one point and now they're, they're kind of, it's not as exciting. <laughs> so, you know, what, what is the, what does the future look like in, in your minds in terms of where we're going? Is um, it, will, will the heyday come back? And, and when, you know, obviously we don't know exactly. Right, personally, so, so I think that the heyday will come back guys. I think that, um, we're going to see Bitcoin be, um, like rise up now, as for Bitcoin, people stating that Bitcoin is going to be 150,000, 1 million as, as, as McAfee states, stuff like that. I, I don't believe so. I, I, I really hope McAfee's hungry. I, I just, uh, yeah, exactly. I, I just really don't see it guys. Um, you know, it's it's tough to say, but um, I just, from a conservative standpoint, guys, I cannot imagine um, BTC hitting even 50 to 100K, guys, as simple as that. Quite honestly, if BTC hits 20K or 15K, or like when it starts hitting 15K, guys, I'm going to be taking very large amounts of profit. I'm going to be taking very large amounts of profit myself because, um, you know, we're here in this room right You're now. You're not supposed to take profit. You're just supposed to just hold it. Yeah. Oh, hodl it, hodl it. 
like, you know, we've, you know, what we do in the room, guys, is that we stack as much Satoshi, which is we're stacking as much Bitcoin as possible. I want to have, you know, a thousand Bitcoin in my in my wallet, guys, so that when Bitcoin hit 15,000, guys, I can sell out and I can be happy and I can take profit. And it's it's solid. It's great. That's what I want. Um, so it, with people saying that, oh, you know, you got to hold this until Bitcoin hits 100,000. I completely disagree, guys. This is not good financial. Um, this is not good financial, um, not advice, but not good financial practice. You know, if, if you if you talk to any good financial um, trader out there, it both in traditional stocks as well as cryptos, as well as Forex and whatnot, people take profit along the way up. And and, you know, I'm going to be doing the same thing. I'm not going to wait. Yeah. Why would you? And you know That's what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take my money. I'm going to start buying some metals and stuff like that. So heck yeah. You know, yeah, that, that's how I'm going to play it, guys. Um, now, I, I do want to address one thing before, uh, Cowboy, you speak about um, the market in, in, as a whole. George Kubu, you asked, you asked, um, LTC has the second longest record as compared to BTC. And you're talking about how LTC, what is a better payment method? Okay, so LTC as a successful payment method is because of its speed. So LTC is essentially utilizing its speed as the reason for it being a payment method transacting day to day, as well as you know its price to transact day to day. Because its fees are fast, uh, sorry, because its fees are low and the speed of Litecoin is fast, people are going to use it from day to day. The issue is is that there's a lot of coins coming out there that are going to be cheaper and are faster currently right now. For example, Ripple. As much as I don't like Ripple, I don't like Ripple, guys. I'm not saying here, you know, that I like Ripple. I don't like Ripple. However, Ripple is faster. Ripple is also cheaper to transact. So what's stopping somebody from using Ripple? Then, when Ven releases its mainnet, Ven is going to be faster. It's also going to be cheaper, which is why China is now going to be using Ven. So what is stopping other cryptocurrencies that are newer, that are faster, that are cheaper from taking the spotlight away from Litecoin? Yeah. There's nothing, guys. At the end of the day, a lot of these cryptocurrencies that are coming up right now are actually being regulated. Like you're starting to see cryptocurrencies that have the blessings of the SEC, that have the blessings of these big, these big banks, these big investors, guys. And these are the kind of cryptocurrencies that are going to not only stay in for the long haul, but are going to absolutely blow Litecoin out of the water. And you're starting to see coins like Wan, for example, that are combining both a platform, a payment method, and a privacy coin all in one go that is now faster, cheaper than Litecoin. You can build dApps on it. And it also has the security of Monero. So now it's now beating out Monero and it's also beating out Litecoin. That it's is killing, sick. It's, it's, it's sick? killing and it's and it's battling with Ethereum. So it's killing three birds with one stone right now. And it has a sh it has so much money behind it, guys. I cannot <laughs> I cannot wow. even begin to talk about how much money is behind Wanchain. So there you go, guys. So let me ask you. How he funded it himself. Yeah, yeah I funded myself, guys. You know, he I used, I, he I, used I, his I, Lambo money. I used my Lambo money. I, I, I sold. I, I sold the. I sold the operator out. Hey, Z also, uh, Z also, can you tell us about like Encash and what's behind that? Because I think you were saying there's a lot of money behind Encash. Yeah. So Encash, um, you know, Encash did very well for us, guys. We actually wrote Encash very, very highly up. Um, I think Encash was the very first um, over a hundred percent gainer in our room. I think it was like within the first like two and a half weeks that we opened the room up. It was over. It was like a hundred and six percent gain on Encash. Uh, Encash right now is at a very, very good price. Don't sleep on it, guys, because Encash. The amount of, all right, so just from its ICO stage, 
and its initial seed funding, as well as its, its initial um, coin um, offering, its ICO stage, uh, Encash raised close. I, 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 I'm not going to say because this is just a rumor, guys. But the rumor is they they raised over 500 million dollars in seed funding. And there were so many investors in India that were actually begging to be inside of a nucleus vision because they saw how much it was going to revolutionize um, India as, as, a, as a country um, that that they actually had to cut off like very, very large names, guys. And some of these large names are people that you see like in Forbes and so forth. So just don't sleep on Ncash. Ncash is going to be essentially, um, you know how Facebook utilizes your data towards um, you know, putting ads towards you and cash is going to do the same thing. However, it's going to be up to the, um, it's up, it's going to be up to you to decide whether you're going to allow it and you're actually going to get, you're actually going to get paid for it. And then people are going to, you know, sell that data out to big consumers. So that's essentially NCash, And it really, the, the rumor on the street is that it's going to have India's blessing. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, massive, massive. We made a lot of money on in cash, and you know Z found it early too, as Z does. So you know this is where yeah, that was ICO stage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is where the fundamentals come in. Like you know, that's a massive. How's in cash doing, by the way? Uh, uh, chart wise, I could look at it for you. Let's see here, Z. It's Z E C, right? Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think so. So in terms of Satoshi, what's that? Didn't Gemini add Zcash? Oh, I I think I heard about some uh, an exchange. Yeah, I don't know if it was Gemini. Yeah. Um. Actually, that's that's pretty uniform. Um. So Zcash since May. Look at that. Interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna circle back. I'm gonna look back a bit. Give me one second. Okay, so this is what I like about InCash right now. So when I look at a coin to look at, say, long-lasting fundamentals, I look at it in terms of Bitcoin, as he was talking about earlier. And what I like to see here is a consistent, rising, ascending trend line. So these big events happen like when usually Bitcoin crashes. You know, Bitcoin takes a dump, all the other coins go down, and then they retrace to what is like a relative perceived value and then they'll go back up and then they'll do the same thing again and right now we just hit a nice long bitcoin and uh, here we are in the middle of june and we're bouncing off of this trend line so they're overall the value of zec goes up in terms of bitcoin and this is what we were talking about earlier it's really important to understand that right so if you were just simply to hold zcash since last December, instead of holding Bitcoin, you'd be ahead as compared to holding Bitcoin. Okay, this is, I want to break it down for people who are new to this game. I'm going to use some simple terms here, right? And that's that's not insulting anybody. Oh, <clears> how we'll, dare use, you. We'll, <clears throat> we'll use some um, operator terms, is what we'll do. So, <laughs> nah, nah, we're already, I'm done with you, man. <laughs> Real fast, GTube, uh, GTube, just, you know, when you hear things like, like he just stated right here, I hear EOS will be the price of gold end of 2019. You know, 
it could very well be the price of gold in 2019. No one ever expected Bitcoin to rise up to, you know, tw- uh, it could 19K. also be the price of copper in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, that, that's what we're trying to say, guys. Like the person who told you that that EOS will be the price of gold by the end of 2019, how does he know? Like, how does he know? Like, how is he? How is he giving you the analysis? Because he's he's EOS. consulted with me, Michael Rubber Gloves. You see what I mean? I mean, if you're confronting Michael Rubber Gloves, uh, that's probably not the best option, guys. And and that's what we're trying to say. You know, if anybody's telling you guys that that you know a certain coin is going to be this ridiculous value down the line, let come on, guys. Let, let's be realist here for a second, please. You know, like like how do they know? Like really, like how do they know? And then also ask yourself, how successful are they? Like, you know, you talk to these people and you look at them, right? And and, and you kind of wonder like, hey, you know, these people are getting, you know, giving out uh, quote unquote advice or qu- giving out quote unquote entertainment. You know, how successful are they? You know, what what is what are their credentials? Like, what are their um, results ultimately? You know, are they out there, you know, killing it? Or are they driving, you know, a being up, you know, like 2001, like broken down Honda Civic, like, like what, what are they doing and how are they giving you this information? Ask yourself that, look at that guys and kind of be skeptical with every single call that you're getting. Mm. I, true story. I just watched fast and furious for the first time this week. You talked about civics. Oh, what, okay. What is going on right now? Know, what just happened? What just happened? I don't. I really I don't think know. The operator doing. took us in a direction that none of us were expecting. Uh, oh, you mentioned civics. They have those civics that glow green in the movie. It was cool. Frank's getting ideas now what to do with his car. He's going to put green lights on it. <laughs> I'm gonna next time we see Frank guys, he's gonna have a huge, ginormous spoiler on his car with green <laughs> lights underneath. I was a honestly coffee can exhaust system. I was honestly very, I was honestly very, very confused just now, Frank. I got, I got a little confused. I'm like, uh, yeah, and I, I thought maybe like <laughs> for the V, you know, queue up V on like you know some Vin Diesel. <laughs> nope. Yeah, <laughs> come on, v, v, let it give us some Vin Diesel, dude. You do the best Vin Diesel. All true. right, all right. Here we true, go. True. What do you want me to say? Something about a sister. Well, you know, Vin, Vin, for the first time, for the first time ever, I watched uh, Fast and Furious this week. How do you Where feel you about been? that? How come you never saw it before? <laughs> <laughs> you never had me. You never had your car. <laughs> I live my life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> Where's the code? Here we go. I got, I got it right here, folks. Hold on, hold on. I got. I actually recorded me doing Vin Diesel. Here we go. Hold on, hold on. I'll pull it up right now. It's okay. Here we go. Here we go. Where's? Uh, here we go. Put the volume up. Here we go. Hold on. Speaker. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Nothing else matters. Not the mortgage, not the store, not my team and all their bullshit. For those 10 seconds or less, I'm free. <laughs> that, that's Vin Diesel. Right? That's pretty epic, man. Yeah. 
Okay, so we're gonna answer my some. Sister. We're gonna answer some of these questions real fast, guys. Um, one of Dragon's Lizard's uh, urgent uh, predictions today was Red Coin. Um, what? Red Coin? Yeah, yeah. It was, it's, is that so still he does a couple lines of meth and then he comes up with his crypto predictions? Yeah, uh, Red I like Coin, Michael Rubber Gloves better. <laughs> Red Coin is still a thing. Um, Red Coin is still a thing, and um, it's it's pretty funny because um, you know. Guys, what's it called? Uh, a lot of these coins, uh, what they do is that they look for um, people with big followings, and um, they will essentially pay people to uh, show their stuff. Now, I don't know whether Jay Snip got it, but if you actually look at um, uh, Red Coins Twitter, um, they did thank Realist News for um, essentially uh, shouting out Red Coin. So, how, lot, how recently just, was that? Z, do you know the date? That's a pump and dump, bro. Uh, uh, that the date was uh, the date was today, um, today like, right. like like thirty minutes ago. But uh, but okay. that being said, guys, that being oh, said, oh. um, so so that being said, Red Coin is actually going to be put on some uh, uh South African cryptocurrency exchange. I saw that's that it. It made it into the big leagues, guys. South African crypto like, exchange. Like like over the last day, I, I I remember seeing the news randomly. Um, they're incorporating in South Africa. Um. In some sort of like, I think it's exchange uh, called Behemoth or something like that, guys. It, it, it's you know, it, it's not that big of a deal, guys. Uh, Redcoin actually chart-wise, in terms of the overall um, cryptocurrency chart, it's actually not the worst out there. It has pumped a little bit. It's actually not the worst out there. I, I, I'm trying to tell you this. Looking at it. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, in terms of its fundamentals, its fundamentals are okay. It's not the worst. Uh, I don't have anything against. Red coin, it's not a bad coin, but um, I would like to see a little bit more. Um, I would like to see a little bit more. What's it called? Uh, uh, communication from the team. It, it, it's tech originally when it first came out um, was actually pretty was actually pretty exciting stuff. Um, it was going to be extremely fast. It was going to be. It was. I think it's. I think it's touted as one of the lowest um, energy. It's most energy efficient coins out there. Um, so it was pretty interesting when it first came out, and I think it came out um, a while ago when I first when I first started getting into the space. So um, yeah, it's not the worst. No, and to chart it, uh, you're looking at a an ascending triangle, which is generally bullish. Um, but this last leg up, it might get cut short, so it might turn into like more of a consolidation. Either way, it's not a bad chart to look at. That's for sure. And this no. is that you know, rising bottoms, like I like to see. So the, the value is, you know, in comparison to Bitcoin, they must be worth something a little bit more over time because that's what's being showed as we bottom out higher. Yep. And, and, and that's why guys, you know, like I said, you know, we don't, it's not like I, I, I dislike dragon or whatever his name is, you know, it's not like I completely dislike him, but um, if he states a coin that actually does have merit, you know, I'm not going to disagree with them guys. I go by straight fundamentals. Um, so yeah, red coin is not the worst. Um, but it definitely is very volatile and it's been around for a little bit of time. Um, another coin, let's see right here, just going through the notes right here. Um, ENT and Digibyte, um, both of those coins, guys, we keep telling you guys, we, I think I told you many times now, Mark, um, I don't like, I don't like Electronium or, um, or Digibyte at all. I don't like either of them. I think mobile mining is not going to be a thing at all. And I think that um, Digibyte, once again, is old tech. And a lot of people just hound on Digibyte because they saw in Cliff High's report. Um, I, I personally don't like them um, uh, fundamentally at all. 
um, my thoughts on one. So one's very interesting, guys. So one actually has, um, I believe, um, what's it called? Crypto Curve or, or Curve, I should say. Um, was its first ICO. It is currently in pre-sale right now. I believe it actually just, um, they actually just submitted all of the pre-sale um, pools recently. I personally did not get into it because I just don't like the fact that it's just a universal wallet that lets you, uh, you know, participate in launching ICOs. You don't really need that. So I didn't really uh, participate in it because um, it's just not very innovative. But um, so OneChain is getting, but OneChain is getting some eyes, guys. That means that you know because it's now going to be releasing these ICOs, um, OneChain itself is probably going to rise up in value. So don't sleep on OneChain, guys. I keep telling you guys, um, it's a great coin. I really like it long term, and right now it's at a quite a low point, 44k satoshis. Um, when it hit the market and found its support, it found its support at 41k satoshis. So it's not too far off. It's less than 10% off of that. So it's actually at a really good point right now in terms of long play. Yeah, there it is right there. Um, it's yep. on the chart. It's, it's traveling along the 44-ish support. You know, it could take a heavy hit and go down to 41, but for a coin that has that kind of fundamentals, especially for somebody who doesn't trade that often, um, not a bad place to be, uh, especially if you like want to look at it in a few months. You know, um, you know, I'm not in it at the moment because... You know, no, I will we, be. Yeah, we, we just want to see confirmations either way, up or down. Before, yeah. Before, exactly, before we exactly. get in. Um, uh, talking about Tron, guys, as some of you guys are talking about Tron right now. Yes, the mainnet is live. The migration from ERC-20 to TRX um, was done. Um, and uh, correct. So it, it's all dandy right there. But Tron, um, Tron right now, guys, in terms of sentiment, Tron right now is 50-50. Some people love it. Some people hate it. Um, some people love it, the fact that, you know, Tron made them a lot of money and Tron seems to have a lot of these huge, huge partnerships happening. Some people hate it because Justin, um, who is the CEO of Tron, uh, likes to shill things. He, he's, you know, he's exactly like Trump and he loves to tweet. Um, so it's, it's along those lines. So, um, so, you know, it's a 50, 50 split guys. I personally don't mind Tron. Um, I'm going to get into Tron to make money. I think recently we actually did make money off of Tron because of the mainnet. Um, but um, in terms of holding Tron long-term, I'm not going to hold Tron until I start seeing a little bit more news about it, but Tron isn't a bad coin guys. Um, I personally got into Tron at the ICO. So um, yeah, Tron isn't a bad coin guys. I actually, uh, I, I did a, a study of Tron this morning and cause I was looking for coins to play in the short term, you know, something with like a small bag, make a little bit of money. Why not? Right. Low risk. And so, you know, Tron is showing some bullishness. It's going along this ascending trend line right now. And it's in what looks to be a bull flag. The, the thing is though, is that at any moment in time, Bitcoin would thrash this like a, like a pit bull thrashing a kitten. It'd be stupid. So understand that if I did get into Tron, um, it would be a very small bag with a pretty tight stop loss. I would determine that appropriately. I'd just be able to afford to take the loss. So any of bets right now with Bitcoin being like it is, they're a little bit fragile. Um, so that's how I would approach it. And if you are over at www.thecryptoschool.io. That's www.thecryptoschool.io. Link in the description. You can see it done live. It's pretty cool. It's very entertaining. Um, what do we think, guys? Any other uh, stuff we want to look at today? Um, 
No, uh, not really. Uh, some people were talking about ethos and stuff like that. Yeah, ethos is ethos is uh, interesting. Um, there's a very uh, very close guy that uh, that uh, cowboy and I work with um, that likes ethos a lot. Um, but uh, personally, I, I mean, ethos is cool, guys. It's a payment method. It's a universal wallet. It's trying to make things easier for the public. Um, it has some pretty big names behind it, like Mike uh, Corliss, or I think his name is Mike Corliss, or something Corliss, Stephen Corliss. Um, who used to work for BlackRock and is a big name in BlackRock before. Um, cool stuff. Uh, right now, um, however, the sentiment behind it is essentially uh, is essentially on the lower side, guys. So um, just just kind of stay away from Ethos for a little bit. Yeah, that's what Z and I are going to do. Opinion. Yeah, we don't we don't really tell people what to do, but um, but yeah. So <laughs> that's a uh, that's awesome, Z. And uh, did anybody else uh, have any? questions that we want to answer or are we pretty much uh wanting to move on to the next i just want to emphasize two things just sort of uh by way of encouraging people because <laughs> like i said talking to a lot of discouraged people this week two things keep coming up um i get people who say like oh man you know i just i i you know they have crypto investments and stuff like that but they'll say i just don't have time and i'm always reminding people i, I always ask did you watch our video trading 15 minutes a day and usually they say no <laughs> right on our homepage at thecryptoschool.io, Nick and I have a video up, Cowboy and I have a video up about how you can successfully trade cryptos just putting a few minutes in a day. Just a very simple way to do it so that you're not having to watch the charts all day or if you're in our room, watch the room all day and uh, very helpful for people. But, you know, the other thing is, yeah, that you know, the market's been rough for a few weeks, but that's definitely not the time to sleep on it. It's not the time to get out. That's the time to really pay attention and look for opportunities and be ready to protect your portfolio uh, or even better, be ready to jump on the opportunities when things start to turn. So, Look, don't be a little punk. That's the, that's yeah. the bottom line. Don't be a, don't, let's, let's stop acting like a little scary little, little whatever, and I'll tell you why, okay? John D. Rockefeller said this, and this is, this is the whole thing. My whole, my, my, personally speaking, my whole strategy in life is, is, is do what the elites do. In terms of how they get around things, how they find loopholes, how they are cunning. You got to have cunning if you're going to survive in life. If you're going to be like a little scary little baby, then you know what? This ain't for you. You should just you know get some cat food and head over down to the basement. What I'm trying to say is this, guys. You know, John D. Rockefeller says this. I <laughs> Rockefeller was Rothschild. Jacob Rothschild said this. I buy when there's blood on the streets. Think about that. This time in volatility, there are profits being made. This time in volatility oh, is opportunity. Volatility is opportunity to those that trade. Volatility is disaster for the holders. You see, now's the time that you build up your hodl bag. Now's the time you find those profits, those green shoots. You find them, you stack them, you put in your hodl bag. So when the bull market comes, you're already... 10 20 steps ahead of the uh, of the next guy who's just been holding this whole entire time you're gonna have so much to do you're gonna be in a position of power you don't leave when when you are right now right now is a is is the time of leverage you want to leverage now is, now is the time this is the, this is the season of leverage now is the time you want to be involved you don't want to leave the 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 you know the, the, in a season of leverage you don't want to walk away from the table you build up the strong hand right now what everybody else is Dropping like flies. You're in a trading room, guys, that's returning a return on investment that's astounding. 
you're in a trading room with Z and Cowboy that are absolutely crushing it while everybody else is going down in flames. No, this is the time in the casino when you got all the weekends out where now the most amount of profits are going to be made. Why? Because all the suckers are out of the game. Now there's more of the pie for you. Now it's time to go all in. Now, if you say you don't have time to trade, like what Frank says, you know what? There's a video. Learn how to trade in 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes a day. If you got more time than that, then do more time. Now's the time. Because if this is the thing, you do this, and now with our liquid-based platform, which allows you to liquidate entirely without any sort of reporting from anybody, okay, and you do it privately and securely, okay, it's a win-win situation. This could be your full-time job. This could be what you do for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's a wealth machine. You've been given a wealth machine. Now you you tell me <laughs> so, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> Just because it's a bear market doesn't mean doesn't mean it's going anywhere. That the opportunity is over. Far no, far, because far, far, the, far. It, it, the innovation has not stopped in cryptos. The innovation has not stopped in blockchain. Mm-hmm. The innovation has not stopped. It's only beginning, and you're like. <laughs> <laughs> I know so much money in other other people's trading rooms because I was I was I was listening to the, the psychic advice of Michael Rubber Gloves. No, now's the time you build your portfolio. Stop listening to morons. Stop listening to people who don't know what the hell they're doing. Be a part of the trading room. Make it happen for you. This is the time. I don't care if you're a man or a woman. This is the time you got to have balls. You gotta have Wait, both. You gotta have what? a stomach. You gotta have a stomach, and and a and a bulldog, a pit bull determination. To say, you know what? I'm in it to win it, and I'm gonna kill it. I'm in it to win it, and I'm gonna kill it. And you go forth and you conquer this thing. You conquer this because let me tell you something. If you are trying to bitch out right now in this part of the, of this, of the stage of cryptos, you've been bitching out. What what other what other aspects in life have you been bitching out on? What are what are the things you've been quitting on? What are the things you put in the back burner? Because it's a little too hard. You know, just too much. The only thing here is a time commitment of fifteen minutes a day minimum to trade to transform your financial standing in life. That's it. That's it. What else are you quitting on? Or are you you're just one of those keyboard jockeys that like to come on programs like this and you know do a little typing here and then you go on, on then you go on conspiratard.com and. Read about how aliens are controlling people using some sort of anal probes. True, I can confirm right? it. And and then and then you go to your family get together to talk about how much how much conspiracies you're able to share. I'm not here about that. I'm here about solutions. I'm here about transforming people's lives. When I get reports and emails in of people of of of, of families' lives transformed because of this trading room, damn it, that makes me feel awesome. I was having a business lunch today with a colleague. So he was he was. Uh, Asking me how the crypto school was done. I told him, I told him it was great. It's fantastic. He's like, yeah, I definitely want to check it out. He eventually wants to jump in. And he's like, let me ask you this. So you guys are just have a $300 fee? Yep, that's it. He said, and what about the 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 tens of thousands of dollars that that some of your clients be making in trading? He goes, that's all. And I'm like, that's all theirs. We don't take anything off their trade. That's it. Whatever trade they make and as much as they make, that's what they make. We're not making a percentage off that like in Wall Street, like in a brokerage. No, 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 no. We're not doing any of that. You pay a flat fee, which soon, you know, we have a payment processor set up. We're going to ma- start migrating all of you where you can you can pay in cryptos, where you can pay in uh, Bitcoin. So you pay directly from your profit, directly to us. No worries. It's, it's free money. It's free money. 
I'm so sad because the bear market is here and uh, I want my Wally Pop and I don't know what to do. Knock it off, man. You're either a beast or you're a bitch. Choose. Dang. This is how you get cool names, Frank. <laughs> what, what, what do I do? No. I have a cool name, Z. Like four, you just won't use them. You brought up the Honda Civic, and I don't want to call you that anymore. <laughs> we can't call him the operator anymore. Just, no, just, no, no, no. He made a Fast and Furious reference. I, just... <laughs> I am the operator. <laughs> all righty, guys. Well, You're going to show up at all of your houses with an AR in full camo and hey! just thre threaten you while you sleep. <laughs> None of that talk. None of that talk. That's all a joke. That was a right. joke. That was a total joke. That was like, I was talking to you guys. I didn't threaten the audience. And I was yeah, joking. Yeah, total joke. All right. So, uh, <laughs> all right, cool. Well, then, uh, dude, <laughs> evidently, I'm going to have to know some last words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. My, my, my last words for the show are uh, uh, thanks, everybody. Have a great day. And uh, I hope that you guys are able to. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys are reference to being an operator. Get it? Oh, never mind. We are going to be implementing crypto payments, guys, here soon. Uh, give We're us, working like, on it. We've got so many things in the pipeline, guys, that are great. Um, but so just give us a little bit of time. But yeah, we are working it's on coming. crypto payments. Guys. You can, by the way, for the crypto school, you can already. Uh, join the crypto school with crypto payments. It's just the um, the subscription service that we're working on. So yeah, correct. Oh, good lord! All right, okay, uh, hey, that's it. That's it. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, guys. We're over and we're out. There's that intro music I was saving. Oh yeah. With an AR in full camo, and hey! just threaten, threaten you while you sleep. None of that talk. None of that talk. That's all a joke. That was a right. joke. That was a total joke. That was I like, was talking to you guys. I didn't threaten the audience. And I was yeah, joking. You're not yeah, total joke. All right. So, uh, <laughs> all right, cool. Well, then, uh, dude, <laughs> evidently, I'm going to have to know some last words. My last words for the show are uh, uh, thanks, everybody. Have a great day. And uh, I hope that you guys are able to. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys reference to being an operator. Get it? Oh, never mind. We are going to be implementing crypto payments, guys, here soon. Uh, We're working like, on it. We've got so many things in the pipeline, guys, that are great. Um, but so just give us a little bit of time. But yeah, we are working on crypto payments. Guys. You can, by the way, for the crypto school, you can. All